Welcome to the warm down. This is a preview of UFC 267, which is going down on Saturday, the 30th of October. The two title fights. The co-main is Peter Yan versus Corey Sanhagen for the interim bantamweight belt. And the main event is the light heavyweight belt. Jan Blahovic put on against Glover Chatsera. I'm with Dan. Um, Dan, where do you want to start from bottom to top? Yeah, can do. Yeah, and then we'll do the main and then we'll just go through the standout ones on the prelims, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so from bottom to top, let's see. Opening up the main card will be the light heavyweight division, Magomed Ankalaev, number seventh ranked lightweight, light heavyweight, sorry, versus Volkan Uzdemir, number eight um, ranked light heavyweight. We ain't seen Volkan for a while, it seems to me. Um, yeah, let me just see when his last fight was. Ankalaev, last time out, had that um, back to back fights with um, Iwan Kutalaba. Kutalaba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second fight, he Con- comprehensively like finished him off in that one. Um, his last fight was Prahashka last year, Abu Dhabi. We got knocked out. Yeah, what, what are his last five fights? Because last five they've fights been, they've been they've been up against like good competition. Yeah, yeah. So last fight was Prahashka. Before that, he beat uh Rakic. Okay, then he beat he, he beat Latifi before that. And then he lost, then he dropped the two before that with Reyes and Smith. Okay, I remember the Reyes one because I thought he won. Yeah. Um, and Smith beating him must have given Smith the title shot, if I'm right, against Tom Yeah, it's around that time, yeah. Um, and, I, and Goliath obviously hasn't had a title shot up until now, and this is probably his biggest name up until this point. Um. What do you think on both fighters, starting with Ankala first? Um, I think uh, he'll have too much for Uzdemir, to be honest. I know, I mean, he's lost one fight and, well, that one fight was the, the Paul Craig where my man threw up the the submission and the, like, was it one second to go in round three? So, remember that one? I can't remember that. Uh, in London, the Vadum Volkov, and then he threw up that um, triangle right at the very last second of the fight to lose. Besides how many, that, how many fights ago was that? That was. What's he on a five six, five win streak now? Or something six six fights six six win streak. Mm. Yeah. Who's he got? Who's he got now? I mean, in terms of who he's fought, he's got. Kraknil, Abreu, Njambula, the two Kutalaba fights and the Krylov. Okay, so his last fight was against Krylov. Yeah. Okay, okay. What was that? I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so decision, unanimous decision. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, personally, I think he's, you'll have a bit too much for Uzdemir. I think Uzdemir is like, They've kind of figured him out. 
he had that thing he was like with his no time on the guy he's just knocking people out but mm. as long as you fight from distance or just take him down he's no, got nothing else for you you can keep it from kind of distance yeah I think the speed thing will be a big thing in this as well yeah, yeah. and Clive's got good kicks as well yeah, yeah. Has that, he's, that, he's that power man you know what I mean he can land on your chin he can knock you out but I've seen him get slow, slow in fights as well, slow down. Yeah. Yeah, I, I expect Ankalaev to win this, to be honest. Um, What's your prediction, though? We go with them ones again. Uh, yeah, we can. I mean, listen, Ankalaev can strike. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if he stopped it in something like the second round. I mean, look, Volkan's had some, I mean, Maybe the Prohaska, I don't know how many of his defeats have been from knockout. I know I know he lost on points to um Reyes. I know he got choked out by Cormier. Um but to be honest, in recent fights, there's only two that are TKOs. Yeah, the last knockout, Cormier TKO. Yeah. Oh Cormier TKO'd him, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that was a crucifix, if I'm right. Or probably mounting so. him or something like that. But um yeah, it's a, it's an interesting fight because I think for Uzdemir it's, it's his chance to kind of remind people. Because I think there is a lot riding on Ankalaev at the moment. You know what I mean? Um yeah, out of yeah, Dagestan he's anyway in that heavier weights, he's he's the one that kind of stands out. Um mm. where he really could fight for a title. He's 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 looked that good. Um Obviously, it's about competition now for him. And if he takes out Uzdemir, then you would start to think on on maybe a Reyes or maybe even a Thiago Santos, who obviously is coming up a win as well. Um, mm-hmm. Or even Andy Smith, someone like that, and then push him up into that top five. And then where Uzdemir, if Uzdemir, as I said, could take up Ankalaev, it, it just reminds people. And then he can get back and, and maybe get a rematch in one of them fights, like a Smith or a Reyes. If I yeah, was him, yeah. I'd be targeting the Reyes, to be honest. Um, because I thought he won um, in that fight against Reyes. Mm. Um, so... I mean, surprisingly, for the amount of losses he's had in, in his last six fights, most of them are still ranked eighth. Yeah, I, I, I think it's more to the fact that the people below him ain't got victories over over yeah, bigger yeah. names like Paul Craig. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he got that victory over Jamal Hill. You know what I mean? That wasn't really going to rise him. I think you look you look from probably Krylov up. I mean, Krylov mm. dominated Walker, Johnny Walker, who's in 10. And I think that's yeah. where the real big gap is between 10 and 9. Yeah. I think them top nine are, are, are kind of separating themselves a bit. Mm. Um, not saying Paul Craig can't can't defeat one of them. As you said, he's got a victory of Ankalaev, but Ankalaev is now on a big streak. Yeah. I mean, so... Um, and I, I think with Craig, like, I, I know he's been getting wins, but his... It's... Uh, he's, he's one of those ones where... Not that he's got... He's got a poor skill set, but he's just he's ex he's he's ex he excels in one thing. Yeah, 
But then once once you once you kind of negate that, then he had really got anything else. So if yeah. you can if, if you can counter it, then you're kind of good to go. Yeah, he, he did okay in the stand-up against um Shogun, but Shogun's a lot older, a lot yeah, slower now. Yeah, ages Shogun. Yeah, it, it showed with him, but um, yeah. So I mean, if I had to say out of that, I, I would. I think Ankalaev could could stop him late. Mm. I, I would say probably maybe third round. Um, I'm gonna not, go first round. What, Ankalaev? Yep. First round, what, TK area? Yeah? yeah, he's going to crack it. And he's just going to wobble. Ozdemir's is going to wobble and it's over. Okay, let's let's go to the next fight then. Because as we go, I think we'll go into a bit more depth on, on some of these guys. We've got, um, in the welterweight division, um, Ying Jingliang versus um, Hazmat Shamayev, who's returned now. Long time since we've seen him back. He, he obviously made that big impact when um, Fight Island first came out. He was the real breakout star of that. You know, what I mean, he had them two fights in yeah. two days and and some comfortable victories for that big knockout of um, Mershaw, and that was all at middleweight. He's now being told that he's going to have to stick to world weight. That's what his team wanted him to focus on. So he says, "Listen, I'm going to come for all them world weights," and it starts with. <laughs> With Jin Liang, the leech. Um, it should be a fun one. It should be a fun yeah, one. Sure. Shamayev has shown that he's got hands. And, and yeah. we were told about this. We, we were told that, listen, all right, he showed in his first two fights his wrestling. He's brought the two British guys and he completely dominated them with the wrestlers. So yeah. he didn't need to stand with them. But then he knocked out Gerald Mershot on the feet when Mershot is a, is a good jiu jitsu guy. Um, that, was, that, was, that was a rapid knockout as well, wasn't it? Was it like yeah, the, 70 the first seconds, punch he threw or something? First punch that he yeah. threw, yeah. Because um, Mershot was just circling away from him, circling away from yeah. him, and then he just cut him off and then caught him with a big right. Um, but Jin Liang, he will throw down, man. He'll go for it. It's just, if Chamayev does choose to wrestle... And he does get that first takedown very easily. He's shown what he can do. Can he do that against the leech? We don't know, but I mean, we've all been impressed with what Jamai have done when he first came in. And... Oh, for sure. I mean, what? Two, two fights, 10 days, two different weight classes and smoke them. Hmm. And then, like you said, the, the mere shot, not even that long after that, it was... Disgust. Yeah, like he, he said the, the, the breakout star from Fight Island, no doubt. He killed he, it. He was being propelled for the Leon Edwards fight at one point. You know I mean? It was, that actually, was, booked, it was to, actually booked, yeah. Yeah, so, it, I mean, God knows if he had got that fight and he would have got the victory, we could have been talking about him fighting for us out. Like, well, exactly. Not long, so, but, I mean... I think the, it's been proven that... that Compared to a bunch of the guys in that division, that he he's passed them in in the little amount of fights he's had. He's what? Sorry, he he's passed some of the guys that are actually even in that top fifteen. Like he's 
He's, he's um he's better I mean, than the, 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 top, the top fifteen is solid. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not saying he's like he should be like number one or random, but I'm saying compared to some of them, he's kind of he, you can see he's. I think his skill set and what what he's thing. But for the fights that he's had, I mean, if he goes on Wednesdays, it puts him in the in, in or put him in. You would think eleventh. That just puts him below Jeff Neal, above people like Santiago. Positive, yeah. Sean Bray's a good fighter as well. Daniel Rodriguez there. has been very impressive. It looks like he's getting better and better. Um, so it would definitely put him in the picture now. And then you could see him. He was chasing that Magni fight before. Mm. Or interesting one would be him and Kiesler because you know about Kiesler's, Kiesler's wrestling. Yeah, and and he's um, good on the ground. He's grappling and yeah. off his back. Yeah, so it definitely puts him. It propels him this fight here. You know, considering the two guys that he fought were no disrespect, but basically bumps. But he had a big <laughs> hype around him, and he's mm. been given a big, big chance here. If he beats um, Jin Liang, as I said, puts him in a real position early. Um, but what are you impressed by with Jin Liang? Uh, with my man, hell of a lot of heart. Been in some, been in some real battles. Mm. Like, does, that doesn't back down. And for for that man coming out of China, he's he's kind of be he's that. Well, not just say China, say like for the the Far East. He's he's that that. Seems to be the one of the top guys they've got. He's kind yeah. of leading the charge for them. I mean, is he is he great on on the ground in a second? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the matchups he's been putting is people are going to stand up with. So he's, we know he's got good hands. So on the feet, he's decent. Yeah, but I don't. Very I think they. Yeah, but I think the way they've matched him in a lot of the booking, it's it hasn't really been put in with people that are gonna wrestle him too tough. Like, if they really want to, just boy him off the whole time. He fought Magni not long ago, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, before that. Yeah, that one he kind of struggled, and and that's yeah. the kind of evidence with Chamayev where Chamayev could give him problems. Because yeah. I was but saying, because he got what, knockout Ponzinibbio. Yeah, because he got Ponzinibbio in stand up. Yeah, Celeste so, Santos. Stand up. So why does stand up? Obviously, yeah. his early days in the UFC against some of the, these thing guys, stand up guys. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, has he I mean, has he gone away and and worked on his game and and thing? But yeah, his booking has been kind of thing for favorable. He's he's, de- he's definitely one of the higher ranked male um Asian um, oh, guys yeah, yeah. coming out of the Far East. Definitely, but uh, talent wise, there is a lot of guys in the lower weights that are really talented. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and, and not even coming out of China, coming out of different areas. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and obviously, Ch- China's the big market that the UFC is trying to crack. Yeah, one point four billion people. Da, 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 that they've set up a UFC gym there. The whole thing. They they really want to push China. So that's why you kind of like you want that guy to be someone you could kind of carry. Yeah. But I think, yeah, if it's a stand-up fight, I think he's very good. Like I say, he's scrappy, he's thing. He can, he's not sloppy. He does, he does his bits. But I, 
honestly think coming up against a wrestler, unless he spent the last year and a bit working on his ground game, I think he'll struggle. Mm. Yeah, man, as I said, it, it depends what Shamayev wants to show. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Listen, I think it would be more impressive if he goes and stands there with Jin Liang, stays in the pocket with him and, and takes him out that way. I think, I think he's that more... confident that he would. He, he, yeah, yeah. Shumayev, he's, very he's just yeah. got to think and he'd just be like, he, imagine you can go to a press conference and be like, yeah, well, I'm not going to wrestle. We're just going to stand and bang. Uh, also, and this, is a, this is a big <laughs> opportunity for him. So, yeah. you know, you can get caught with the odd punch that can, you know, maybe call it lucky or whatever. And Jin Liang will throw. So I don't yeah. think he wants to take chances, to be honest. If I was in this corner, I'd tell him do the sensible thing to just win this fight, get yourself in the rankings, and 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 then depending on who you got next, whether it's a Magni, Kiesa, Jeff Neal, whoever it is, then you can decide what you want to show a bit more because you're now in the ranking. You're now yeah. in that, that position where if you lose this, you're still outside the ranking. Are you gonna get a ranked opponent next? As much as they want to push you, surely. Um by the looks of it, obviously, but yeah, yeah, the, the feet in this, it, I don't think he wants to do anything silly, put it that way. Yeah, like I say, as confident as he is, and then in, in his skills, he could just say, Screw it, we're gonna go and do a Khabib. Yeah, we're gonna stand. You hit me once, all right, I'm taking you down, and I'm just gonna pound you. That's it. Um, if because he believes that much in himself, if he can do that, then back, he's on it. Prediction, uh. Jemayev, some ground and pound in round two. I'm going to go Jemayev sub. Sub, yeah? Yeah, in the first round. First? Yeah, I think he's going to come out hungry, man. Mm. I think he's going to come out hungry. Um... I'll note these down. I'll put them on my bets. Um, Let's see. He's got one, two. How many subs has he got? Three. Three. Jesus. Kind of yeah. Well, <laughs> two, two, two Darces and a rear naked. But remember, he's only had nine fights, bro. That's oh, yeah, the third of his fights have gone been sub um, submissions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's had what? Nine pro fights, three. Amateur, 12 fights, his thing. What's it say? He was uh, unbeaten as a freestyle wrestler. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know you was talking about that. He's talking about his wrestling record. Um, well, let's go to heavyweights. Next fight up. Fifth ranked, Alexander Volkov versus eighth ranked, Polish Marcin Tybura. What do you see in this one? Oi. I like Drago, you know. I yeah, like... he's, he's a good fighter, <laughs> man. He's a good fighter. Obviously, he's... I was going to say, obviously, like, last fight, Cyril Gann. We all know what happened there. Hmm. We don't think, but... I, I, I... I like the guy. I think... Obviously, he's a... Good on it. He's on his feet. He's a big fucking dude. 
Was he? Yeah, like? he's he's he got bigger. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 put on size, man, and he he took out Alistair. I remember that one. And and he can he can put on performances like that, man. He can put on yeah, yeah. Like clinics. You know what I mean? He he's one of the better strikers in the heavyweight division. He's long. I mean, look, he got showed up against Gam, but I think so I've been would. I've been high on Gan anyway, but I, yeah. I think Gan has the ability to do that to people, make you look silly, make you freeze, and and I think that kind of happened when when he fought Cyril. Um, yeah, because what he did the ream, TKO, Walt Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah, right, he lost the blades. He beat Hardy, but yeah, he I just got he just got out wrestled by by blades. Yeah, yeah, Greg Hardy, I don't count that piece. Yeah, he didn't really perform too well in that one. Yeah. Not where you thought you expected him to kind of deal with Hardy and Hardy was still yeah. there and stuff. And it was almost like and, he held back a bit. Um but he's fighting a guy that's on a on a good streak himself. I think he's mm. on a five white five fight win streak, sorry. Um coming out yeah, of Poland, five. proving that there's another guy in this division from Poland that can that can really put himself up there. And if he wins this fight, puts him in the real position. Um he fight his fight at Jackson Wink as well. Oh no, he previously was his syndicate. Okay. You got his you got his record up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at him now. So last fight was the Walt Harris. Tagora? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beat Greg Hardy before that. Um Big Ben or Rothwell before that. Maxim Grishin and then uh, Spivak. Yeah, uh, and I rate Spivak. I mean, Tom Aspinall dealt with Spivak, but Spivak can be a handful. Oh, um, definitely. He's, he's a good wrestler, decent grappler. Um, yeah. Walt Harris, we know, is, is, especially for the first round, like very athletic. Yeah. Um, who else like I said, Har- Greg Hardy was on there, but I'm like, I think that was just. <laughs> Him and um, Volkov have beat Hardy, but I just think he's that's Hardy being thrown in too soon for. Mm. Yeah, that, that's it. I mean, yeah. yeah, Hardy's that guy in it. He's, he's the name because of his history and stuff. And yeah, exactly. But it just sells a thing. I mean, he, but he's he's had some losses though. He got Sakai. He lost to Lewis and Verdun back to back. And that, and that's in the UFC, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's UFC. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that, he's had, a, he's had a long career in the UFC, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't even know. It's one. just right now that he's, Five he's years. coming to light. And, yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is a good test for him because, I mean, yeah. the height, I mean, Volko's massive, six foot seven, Tybura's yeah. six foot three. The reach isn't that big on here. Mm. In reach an arm or leg, it's only like two, two inches, an inch and a half. It's not big, but as I said, Volkov has, has, has the ability where he, he catches you on the end of his punches as well. And that's what yeah. he's doing to Alistair where it was really bad, man. It was really bad. So Volkov has the ability to do that. Um, I see him feed off the crowd because um, you know there's going to be a lot of Russians. Whether they're going to be room for him, I'm not sure, but <laughs> expect a lot of Russians to be there. Um, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting one. What would your prediction be on that? 
I think I'm going to go with Tambora. Must be. And I'm just. I'm, yeah, he's the underdog. Hmm? Yeah, it's a good shout for an underdog. To be honest, he's 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 on good form. Yeah, um, I mean, I, yeah, he's underdog. He's but he's not. I mean, they're pretty close in the rankings. This thing, it's, I don't think it's a ridiculous shout to see that see him win it. No. I think. I think it'd be a decision. I, I think Tabura could do it. That's 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 my shout. Um, I'm not sure, man. It's a hard one. This is a hard one. I think if you want to win money, I think Tabura is a good bet. Yeah. Um, I have to make a prediction. I'm going to go with bulk of just on points. Because even though he's underdog, he's not massive underdog. No, he's not massive. I mean, if you, considering the, the American way they do their odds, that's not a massive underdog, to be honest. No, nah, not at all. Yeah. And obviously, he's coming up five, five, five win streaks. So. Five wins, yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that I'm looking forward to, maybe oh, more than any, I'm not sure, because the Bantamweight, I do like the Bantamweight fight, um, title mm. fight. Lightweight, fifth rank, Islam Makhachev versus sixth rank, Dan Hooker. Um, what, what, do you, what do you feel about these two fighters? Um, Islam's just... He, he's, he's just pushing it at the moment. He's just like... Obviously... You can only beat what's put in front of you, but what he what they, he's been given, he's done mm. very well. Yeah, especially with, with yeah, and with a, with a kind of mixture of of wins. He, I'm looking at him now. He's got what? He's got submissions. All right, there's a bunch of points ones on there. He's got some subs in there. Yeah, and I think doesn't that's really doesn't knows. really knock anyone out. But I think besides T-Bar on in the UFC, yeah, but very good. And he he knows how the same way. If he goes to points, he knows how to to win a fight. Yeah, if he you know goes I mean? to just, points, just... it's very likely you've lost. Yeah, put it that way. Um, but he can wrestle. He can just dominate and things. Yeah, I mean he he's better on the feet than Habib. Technically, technically yeah. he is. I mean Habib had something about him on the feet where he had that pressure that would break people. Mm. Like what he did to Gaethje. And yeah. Gaethje is a madman himself, but he brought <laughs> madman to a madman. And, and Gaethje yeah. was like, this, this is crazy. And we saw the panic in Gaethje uh, halfway through the first round. Um, well, Islam's a bit more methodical. He'll take his time. He'll, mm. he'll throw little feints out. It's, it's not mad pressure like that. Um, as I say, he's got a good high kick as well. Um, yeah, technically, as I said, he, he, he's good. It doesn't, Technically, he doesn't get himself in, in, in wrong areas because, as I say, he's very sound. His fundamentals are very good. Um, mm. Dan Hooker, we know Dan, Dan's a problem, man. Oh, Dan, hell yeah. Dan froze against Michael Chandler for me. Whether yeah. it was the height thing where he kind of took it for granted that, look, I've got a big reach over this guy. I can afford to kind of to kind of just keep away and, and yeah, and we, we saw him last time out against um, your boy Nazrat. 
And <laughs> for us, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he was very clever in that fight. Very clever. Yeah. Um, we saw what Nazrat's game plan was. It was trying to kind of sucker him in. Mm. Um, where Nazrat could explode with, with combos and, and try and land him. Um, but never really got in trouble too much. Um, and then when he needs to, he implemented the wrestling. Now, this is a different kind of thing. This is a different caliber. This is, I mean, Islam sweeps, Islam's body locks. And, and um, Hooker being a taller guy, like if it was Habib trying to take him down, mm. I think he could have problems. But I think yeah. with, with, with the trips and stuff that Islam does, I think it could, I think it, he's got a better selection of takedowns for a Dan Hooker type of fighter. Um, yeah. Being long, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But Dan Hooker has a chance. He has a chance. He has power. He's a big lightweight. They're both big lightweights, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we know Dan's strength is striking. Comes out of that seat kickboxing. As I say, that they, they mix it up well. Legs, body, head. They mix mm. it up nicely. Um, as I say, they almost look like they're running through drills when they're, when they're striking. It's just how weary Dan will be because of the takedown. Dan has said that he's confident. Dan has said that, you know, this guy's overhyped with, with that he's just human. And, and he's right. He is just human. You have to believe that. It's just when you get in there, do you start to immediately think about the takedown? And does that make you freeze? Does that make you tentative to commit? Does that make you not want to throw a leg kick? That's you know what I mean? It's, it's, leg kicks, you think he's going to grab the leg. His thing is like, you're just thinking level change, level change, level change, and you're just going to get... Yeah, Islam does has a thing where he can grab a leg kick and then throw mm. his left at the same time. Yeah. And we've seen Charles Oliveira do that a couple of times, and, and, and that's where he can get taken down. So it's a very interesting fight. Is Dan going to be able to break him? I'm not sure. Listen, we've seen Islam knocked out before. That's his only loss yeah. to UFC. He got knocked out early. Um, so there is ways to win Islam this is his moment as I said similar to Chamayev I don't think he's going to take stupid risks I think Habib being in his corner is not going to let him take stupid risks because yeah. Habib when Habib was fighting um, Javier Mendez his coach said a lot of times Habib didn't want to listen to me mm. where um, Habib as a coach wants you to do the right things. You know what I mean? Where he was fighting, he would want to take a bit more chances and enjoy himself a bit more with the stand-up. I think yeah. he's going to really push Islam to say, listen to Islam, don't even bother with this guy. You have the ability with your grappling to destroy this guy. And it's, I mean, his submission of um, Drew Dobo was beautiful. <laughs> his rare naked choke yeah. of, of, of Moises was so deep. He's, he's, he's a beast, man. He's a beast. And if he gets into that beast mode, um, mm. he could end up walking through Dan. Is he a beeb? The one thing I would say, and I know, listen, from a fan, obviously you hear interviews and stuff, and this is not interview. This is just from what I see. They're very different. Like, Islam, like I've watched videos of Islam outside the cage yeah. with his team, with AKA and Cormier and stuff. He's very funny. He's a funny guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but 
in the media wise, he's completely different to Habib. Habib had that charisma about him a bit, where Islam is very quiet in the media, mm. is very shy in the media. So that's the thing, as they say, just kind of holding him back from being a star because he doesn't let himself just be himself a bit more. He's just very reserved in front of the cameras um, because he could be a star. And yeah. listen, I, I think he mapped it out correctly. I think if he wins and Chandler was to beat Gaethje in, was it next week? Uh, yeah, yeah. Follow yeah. Me. yeah, yeah. If Chandler was to beat Gaethje, it's all, it's all a link. And then you get to the lightweight title fight and um, Oliveira beats Poirier. Mm. Then Islam would be next. I think. Yeah. And I think he should because I don't think anyone wants to see Chandler versus um, Oliveira again. Oliveira. So I think Chandler would have to fight probably Poirier. Yeah. I was just um, going to bring that up when I was looking at the thing. I was like, if, if Islam wins, you think he was going to get a title shot? Like, you just. Who is that? Got there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think only in that scenario. I think if, yeah, Gaethje, yeah. if Gaethje wins, then Gaethje will get the title shot. And I think he knows that. And I think he said that. And then he, he would yeah. most likely fight the loser of Oliveira and um and Poirier. Poirier, yeah. Where Dan Hooker, if Dan Hooker beats Islam, it's a bit different for Dan. Dan, Dan if Poirier wins, that would be the perfect mm. scenario for Dan because a hooker could fight um, Oliveira. Mm. Um, and then if he beats Oliveira, then you could see him being able to get the rematch against Poirier. Poirier was to keep his belt. Let's say he and was to go and fight and game. And that first fight was a bang. Yeah, it was a good, and it was, it was, a, it was a close fight to a degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was kind of clear Dan had the first two rounds and, Poria got the last three, so yeah, a lot, a lot of, lot of things to work out. But obviously, just get through this fight first. I'm excited mm. for it. Um, I oh, know yeah. a lot of people would probably be like, Islam could be boring. I don't think he is because I think he's so technical. Um, and I think I think, I think that-, that comes down to what you say as well. Sometimes people people just want to see someone stand and bang, and then just want to see the knockout. Not necessarily mm. was appreciating the fact that. It took a lot of skill for my man to get a man down and position himself to get where he had to and then to... Yeah, to ragdoll a man and, and, and stuff yeah. like that. And, pretty, like, and that's the thing which is different. Habib used to ragdoll a man. Yeah. And when he used to ground a man, he used to beat you up like he was a boy. Yeah. Islam isn't really a ground a pound kind of guy. He's yeah. more methodical where he will allow you to try and he'll get you panicking where you try to get yourself out of positions and get you into worse positions, and then yeah. eventually can get the submission that he wants. Um, yeah. But as I said, I think the confidence is growing in him where he knows that he needs to finish fights now. He's finished his last two. Um, and Dan's hard to finish, man. Hooker's a fighter, man. Hooker will be there to the end. I mean, no, no, we got knocked out by Chandler. Um, mm. But as I said, for me, he kind well, of like you said, you said he froze, yeah. froze, had his chin up in the air. As I said, taking liberties because it was a smaller guy you were fighting. He ain't going to do that against Islam. Mm. Um, Islam is going to really see, push for the finish. I'm trying to see when the last time Hooker even got subbed, and we're talking 
almost 10 years ago. Yeah, I, I unless Islam shows a new side and shows a ground and pound, I, I think it's going to go decision. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think, ah, yeah, I say Islam by. No, I'm going to say third round sub. Third round sub. Yeah. I think it's going to be round one and two. He's just going to really wear on Dan Hogger. Mm. Just wrestling. Try and tire him out. Tire him out, get the energy out of him to the, mm. to the point where come the third round, Hooker's going to be tired, mentally fatigued, make a mistake and get mm. just that error and get get into a sub, get sub. So yeah. said, like we said, Islam is that technical. Mm. He'll push you into a mistake. But like you said, he might give up some just so you think you're getting out and then he's locked you up. You're done. Yeah. So I think it could be a fair round sub. That's my shot. Um, I was going to say a bit of a stupid question. Any, any way Dan Hooker can win this fight? What ways do you see he can win it? What, what, what game plan do you think he can implement to win this fight? I think he has to be at distance if he's going to win. But then it seems like, like you said, if he if he tries to go for the kicks and he gets caught, it's like he's just going to have to almost be a, a point fighter. Just for punches. Maybe the occasional calf kick, but just go head hunting. So you think you should be ultra-aggressive or you think you should try and stay on the outside? Because it's difficult. Because staying on the outside... I mean, staying on the outside, but you got to think, because you know Islam's going to pressure and you don't want to get yeah, pushed how, back how up against the fence. You, yeah, how long can you do that for? You know I mean, I mean is, is, can Hooker be that disciplined? I don't know, but I'm, if you're saying like ways for him to win the fight, I think, okay, if he goes ultra-aggressive... Those in their charges, catches and then what Islam just takes him down once he hit, feels one punch. Mm. Whereas at uh, range, you're going to see them shots coming, the, the any kind of takedown attempt and thing. Yeah. But I hear what you're saying, it's difficult to try and do that for, for 15 minutes and not end up against the fence or in a, in a bad kind of place. But it's tough. <laughs> right, so it's good to got- say for someone who's ranked so high. To say it's tough, mm. then saying it's kind of tough to see a, a, a path to, to victory for. Yeah, or, or just uh, as Javier says, your only chance really is like kind of a lucky punch or yeah. land that one shot to kind of take him out. Um, so I've gone with decision, and you've gone with but third round sub. Yeah. All right, let's go the bantamweight interim title now. Obviously. This was originally supposed to be the rematch between um, Aljamain Sterling, who is the guy who actually holds the title after Jan was um, well, Jan was um, disqualified in the first fight for an illegal knee. Up until that point, how did you have it? Um, I had Jan ahead. The tide was uh, starting to really turn, is it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was after that first round, Aljo kind of did, and then it was a sort of like Yarm was just swarming. Yeah, I mean, Sterling 
just blew his wad in that first round. Yeah. He did so much activity to win the round. Yeah. Then it kind of, it's a, it's a five-round fight. So winning one round ain't winning the fight. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And he almost approached it like a sprint. Yeah. And I mean, he, he says he has reasons for why he got tired. He felt a bit weird and whatever. And there's some who knows. But we have seen Yan do that to people. He has broke people. Broke many people, man. Yeah. Jose Aldo, broken. And I mean, because yeah. Jose Aldo, to be honest, in a lot of Yan's fights, um, he, he starts kind of slow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, sorry, back to it. So Aljamain is pulled up because he has surgery and then he couldn't recover in time. Doctors wouldn't let him fight. So Corey Sanhagen stepped in because he injured TJ Dillashaw and his defeat to TJ Dillashaw, which ultimately put TJ in surgery, which meant he couldn't make this fight. So Sanhagen, rightfully so, done his damage in his fight mm. and, and that's earned him his title shot, basically. Um, so number one, Peter Yan versus number three, Corey Sanhagen. A lot of people see Yan as the actual champion. This is for the interim belt. Um, this is a very interesting fight, to be honest. I mean, I don't understand why so many people don't really rate Peter Yan. I think <laughs> only now, after what he did to kind of get Sterling, up until then, people were like, yeah, but who's he for? And, it's not who's he fought. It's the way it's how he he's done it. Yeah, yeah, it's how he's done it. He's so cold, man. <laughs> so cold. He has that personality, yeah. but even when he speaks, he's just cold. There's no love about him. <laughs> he's there to oh, do a job man. and he'll do it. And he's vicious. Um, I mean, look what he did to... And we know it was an Asian Faber. What he did to Faber. The way he knocked him yeah, out was yeah. just... Uh, like, like a nerd word. It was so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the way he knocked him out yeah. was just like sick. You know what I mean? Where he threw that kind of foot at him and, and then put his arms yeah. up in the air like, what, are you out? Like kind of thing. <laughs> um, as I said, what he did to Aldo, Aldo was strong in that first round and Jan just just broke him, just kept coming forward yeah. and, and, and exhausted him. And we've seen Aldo, maybe Aldo's learned from that or maybe it was just that he was fighting Jan that night. Yeah. That the, the I think new... it's like we've, we've I was gonna say I think it's like we've said before like with without if that was a three round fight I think it would have been would have seemed a lot close because like maybe he takes a round off and then he'll he'll go ham for the last two rounds and, and yeah. push it because the first two rounds, rounds he didn't perform well yeah but once it got into that third he looked completely gone and yeah, you yeah. could just see that it was just gonna be bad for him <laughs> um, yeah. and Corey Sanhagen. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of Corey. What, what, what do what do you feel? I'm not gonna lie. You know when I first started to see him, I was just like, yeah, okay, he's he's getting some wins and da da da. I think it was the the Morais fight, which I know it's only a few fights ago, and I was like, with the heel kick. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Because obviously he's coming off the back of losing to Aljo, so it was like. Because, hmm. like, okay, who'd you fought before? Like, the John Lineker or something. It was the Lineker fight for me. Yeah. It was the John Lineker fight for me because John Lineker has that reputation. He's so aggressive. 
He's yeah. just a guy. He just come forward. He just swing like a lunatic. Um, he is very short. Don't get me wrong. Corey Sanhagen is huge. He's very tall. Yeah, very yeah. tall for this for this weight. Um, what's he? Five eleven. Yeah, seventy inch reach on him. So he's very tall, and and, and I mean, Lindaka's fought at flyweight, but yeah. the way he pieced up, he was so calm in that fight as well. I was really impressed. And that was the fight that really impressed me. Um, then he got the knockout. Oh, was it Edgar next? No, he fought um, Asun Sao next. Okay, Asun Sao. Um, you decision. Then he lost to Aljo. Okay, right. Yeah. And then okay, the last yeah, fight, yeah. which is yeah, the one yeah. when I, I was like, I took notice, like, oh, shit. And then I really took notice when he knocked out Frankie. Yeah, that was sad. That was but sad. that was I hate to see Frank go like that. But yeah, no, was, that, I that was cold. Yeah, no, it was cold, cold finish. And and you know, he said his mindset had changed and he talks about reading all these yeah. books and, and getting to that warrior mind state and stuff. I don't know if you think, geez, this guy's a lunatic. Like, what's wrong with him? Like, <laughs> he's, he's exaggerating a bit. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. as he said, he had that opportunity um against Sterling, and you know, he he came in with the wrong mindset where he looked at the other guy on the opposite side of the cage and that guy was pumped. That guy yeah. was re- looked ready for this. And I was just cool and calm. And, 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 and sometimes you've got to be, you've got to have that nervousness. You've got to have that adrenaline. You've got to have that hunger. You've got to have that warrior kind mm. of spirit. Um, and he's took that on since then. I mean, I, I don't know what you thought the last time. I think we spoke about it before. Um, I thought he beat TJ, to be honest. It was very close, but I thought he did the better work. I think he landed the better shots. Um, yeah. I think we... we I, I, I was... Um, I thought he... I thought he won. No, I'm not going to... I was like... Watching it first, I was like, TJ. And then when I rewatched it, I could see why San Egan was pissed. Because you know when you just get caught up in it in the beginning, you're like, oh, but then when I rewatched it, the smarter work was done by I kind of saw it the other way. Where yeah. I kind of thought at the time, you know what, I think San Diego's got this. But mm. then after when the result was announced, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised. Mm. I, th- I think it was too close. And I think Corey could have been more aggressive. I think there was times, and I think he knows, there was times in that fight where he could have been a bit more aggressive. Especially when Chiji's um, leg was compromised. Because remember, he got that sub he attempted that stuff yeah. at the end of the first. Was it the first? I think it was the first. I think it was the first, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I thought he could have took advantage of seeing that TJ was kind of dealing with his leg. Uh, uh, and, and TJ was landing just a lot of leg kicks. Mm. A lot of leg kicks. And then he, he was getting a lot of grappling situations. Wasn't really doing anything with it, but it was kind of control at the same time. It was frustrating because yeah. you don't want to lose a fight by that because you're saying, this guy ain't really doing nothing. He's just hugging me. And hugging my ass. Yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not taking me down. He's not got a good advanced position. But I just thought Corey just seems a little too happy to be in that position. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think that's the thing that cost him. But I'm a big fan of Corey, man. Um, definitely has the talent to win this fight. Definitely. But I think the length of him, I just think Jan's sweeps and stuff like yeah. that. I I don't know. Corey's got very good movement, though. 
It's just, can Yan do what he's done to other people where he walks you down with his boxing and, and ultimately ends up cutting it off, cutting it all off. Yeah. And, and, and then you end up in a phone booth kind of with him. Um, yeah. And that's what Yan could do. So I can see why Yan is the favourite. Um, I think he should be. I think he's the best I think, again, it's not a... I mean, Sanhagen's not a massive underdog, though. No, nah, no, nah, not at all. Not it's, at all. Let me tell you understand why. Yeah, because I mean it's not exactly even, but it's it's only it's, it's a slight slight thing for it. Yeah, I, I think like if someone asks me who is the striker that could give Yan the most problems, I would say Sanhagen because he's tall, he is rangy, he does use his his, his length well as well. That's the important thing. There's no point yeah. being long if you can't use it, and he uses it well. Um, the, the now. The, the perfect thing for Corey could be the fact that he just fought TJ in that type of fight. Because I think it's not going to be too dissimilar to what Jan is going to do. So he knows how to play it now. Yeah, so I think he knows that look, them areas where I need to be a bit more aggressive, mm. instead of seeming like I'm coasting through it, I, I, I need to be put on him a bit more. I think that could help him um, and that experience. But as I said, Yan is cold, man. And if Yan, you haven't really hurt Yan by that kind of halfway point of that second round, mm. that's where he starts to. And like you said, if Yan, Yan does his usual, starts a little bit slow. Sanhagen does decide to, does, like you said, comes out with that different mindset and puts it on him. You never know where, where it's going to swing. Yeah, because he could light him up early. He could light him yeah. up early while Yan is... Because I think Yan is one of the fighters he tries to figure you up. He tries to see the traps. He tries to... He, as I said, yeah. he's got that... It's weird saying it, but he has that kind of Loma Usk kind of game plan about him in an MMA mm. stand-up kind of way. Yeah, like he, he he cuts it cuts it off nicely. Uses angles really nicely. Gets his head off the center really nicely. He's nice boxer, man. Very good. Um, is the boxing gonna work against kick? Because that's what it is. Kickboxer against boxer. I would say this is Yan's yeah. got, got good kicks. He's he's trained at Tiger Muay Thai and stuff a lot. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for this, man. I really am. Um, more excited than seeing the rematch, to be honest, of Sterling and uh, Yan. And Yan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, it's going to be interim title, so whoever wins this is, is going to fight. Gets the shot. Sterling. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, prediction. Hmm. Five-round fight, remember? Five-round fight. I'm going to say Yan in four, TKO. Yan in four TKO. Yeah. Whoa. This fight is hard, man. <laughs> it's so hard. Uh, because I kind of can't see anyone right now beating you. Yeah. I really can't. TJ has that, that skill set that could give Yan problems. Because he can mm. do a bit of everything. Corey has got some submissions on his on his name. Um, 
Is Yang going to break him though? <laughs> I, I think Yang, Yang's going to use a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Um, towards the end, I think he will. Yeah, I'm going to say Yan. I'm going to say Yan decision. Decision. Yeah, I'm going to say Yan decision. Unanimous or split? I'm going to say unanimous. Uh, nice 49, 46 yeah. or something. <laughs> nah, not huge like that. Not huge like that. I, I think it could be three, two, one rounds. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, yeah, I, that's that's what I feel. Um, God, it's hard betting against. I mean, I bet against. <laughs> no, I didn't bet against Sanhagen. I chose Sanhagen to beat Sterling, mm. and Sterling ended him real quick. I don't like think Yan doesn't fight like that. So yeah, Yan won't yeah. do that. Um, but yeah, he could get a late sub. He could get a late sub. But yeah, I'm just gonna go decision. Cool. Um, then the light heavyweight title fight, the main event, the champion Jan Blahovic against the number one ranked Glover Teixeira. This is Jan's first offense against an official light heavyweight. His first offense was against Israel Adesanya. Um, I had Yan winning at 4-1. I can't remember the official card. But I had... It was a close fight, but I, I thought Yan kind of convincingly won it. Um, I mean, Izzy came in too late, in my opinion. But I know what you're saying. He didn't want to jump up and wait for one fight. He was, he was light for that. What, he was 20 pounds lighter than him and then just got... He didn't have any weight behind him to stop the takedown. Yeah, I think you tried to but use Blavich the pace. was very, yeah, but yeah, yeah. very smart with when he instigated the takedowns. Yeah, in, in the in the decide to not do it early and get himself tired, chose yeah. to stand up and, and, and make it really even fight for the first three mm. rounds. And as I said, I had him edging from the first three rounds. And then the last two is when he implemented the takedowns, which secured him the wins. But um, I know you were saying, we'll talk about him first before we go on Glover. Um, you said something the other week you were saying like Yan hasn't really improved his skill set no, I was saying I think from where he is now it's, the skill set is where it is you don't you don't see he's going to improve from now like mm. he's what is he 37 30 37 38 I think he's 38 yeah mm. he is what he is now mm. I don't see that there's going to be steps up in his game, mm. skill-wise. That's that's where I was getting at the the last one, last time. I, I think he's got smarter. I think that's definitely the thing. I think he's got smarter and maybe he's got hungrier. Um, well, fight IQs with age has got better, but I think the skill yeah. set is what it. Yeah, yeah. He probably probably listen. He's always that Polish power. He talks about that's always the thing. <laughs> I mean. Is he going to add anything to his arsenal? Probably not. I mean, as you said, the takedowns were against a, a middleweight. Would he be able to do that against a light heavyweight like the way he did? Mm. Um, who knows? But, yeah, I, I think he's got a lot smarter. Now he's champion. I, I, I think, yeah, I, with that title run that he was going on, I think he, he showed real smart decision in all them fights the, mm. the 
I mean, he knocked out Rockhold. He knew Rockhold was coming up. He tried to touch him with that power and, and did and knocked him out. Mm. Reyes obviously was coming off confidence because he thought he'd beat John Jones. Yeah. Um, and that was for the vacant title. And Blahovich just ran through him. Just, just that was Corey. Battered him. Mm. Corey, yeah, before that, he, he, he landed a shot on Corey, knocked Corey out. Obviously, they've been going back and forth since. Corey yeah, has yeah. got to the final of the Grand Prix in, in Bellator. Um, I heard him running his mouth. <laughs> where he'll fight Nemkov, who the argument is who's the best light heavyweight in the world. Yeah. I I saw Nemkov and he's very impressive. Um, his last fight, the guy in Bellator, the champion in Bellator. One so. quick question though. Mm. If John George was still light heavyweight, mm. is Nemkov the GOAT? Is he dealing with him? Is he the GOAT or is he the no, so, well, number could he, one? Could he deal with the GOAT? Could, could he take down John Jones? If John Jones was still a light heavyweight? Um, no, it's off topic, you, but you just you, brought up. I was just like, you would probably say no because John Jones has beaten everybody. I mean, the only mm. guy that I think clearly, in my eyes, got a wrong decision was Reyes. Yeah. I thought, I thought, Tiago, I think it was close. Gustafsson, I think Jones won. Although it was close, I, I do think Jones won that. Um, yeah, Nemkov, he's got decent wrestling, he can stand up well. The John Jones that we see now is a different John Jones, though. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I don't want to bring up about drugs and stuff, but is that why it's a different John Jones that we're seeing now? I'm not taking anything away from John Jones, but a lot of the guys he beat, in earlier in his career, they were legends, mm-hmm. but they were also a lot of guys that were coming from Pride, and we know how yeah. Pride was. Yeah, yeah. Pride was vicious. <laughs> Pride them lot took a lot of damage, and Shogun and, and, and Rampage and and these are the type of guys um, Jones took out. And I mean, obviously, we know he dealt with Machida and stuff. And don't get me wrong. Listen, we know Jones is 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 one of the goats. Um, but yeah, it, it's just been a bit weird the slow down in him. I know people say, mm-hmm. "Oh, maybe it looks closer because you see someone giving him trouble and you exaggerate it." And, and I get that. I do get mm-hmm. that. Um, but as I said, I do think he lost to Reyes. I think Thiago. It was very, very close. Um, yeah. And yeah, these are happening recently in his career. So this John Jones would he deal with Nemkov like that? I'm not sure. What do you deal with Yan like that? Listen, John Jones shown an amazing chin. So if Yan mm-hmm. couldn't knock him out, you would guess that Yan would lose. You know what I mean? Because yeah, sure. everyone that kind of tries to beat him on point score, like Reyes did, he still didn't beat officially. You know what I mean? Because he can make it a close fight. So, yeah, on that question, it's a hard one. But one guy that Jones did beat, on his way was Glover Teixeira, mm-hmm. who has now put himself in a wonderful position. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I, I have, I, I like both of them, to be honest, but I would love for Glover to win. I would. Yeah. Um, I think he just had his birthday. I'm not sure how old he is. I think it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? No, I it think today? it was yesterday because um, Jan Blahovic during the press conference. Yeah. Oh, no, it's birthday. today. 
Yeah. Jan yeah. sang happy birthday to him earlier in the press conference. <laughs> um, so I, I would love for him to win for them reasons. Mm. I mean, he's a veteran. He's been around. I remember he found it so hard to come to the UFC and then he finally got here. He got his first title shot. He got John Jones. Came up short yeah. in that one and has battled back. And similar to Jan, to be honest, because Jan was at a point where Jan was kind of, well, he's never going to get another title shot or he's never going to put himself in line and, and stuff. And he did. And now he's got the title. And, and Tixera's yeah. now there up against him. We know Tixera had problems in the first was it the first round against um, Andy Smith. And he battled yeah. back. And we know that that was the famous fight where he... Um, Smith's teeth, teeth were falling out and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah Glover, Clover's done done brilliant. Obviously, Thiago Santos, I know he got rocked in that early and, and survived in that. And he shows a lot of grit. Um, really mm. professional. Um, so I would love for him to win. I, I would. Um, as I said, I, nothing against Jan. I like Jan. Um, what, what, what ways do you think that Glover can win I think he can do it on the feet. Glover's got very good hands. I mean, he can get caught. Don't get too... Well, well, we've seen him get caught. But I think he's not necessarily uh, one-punch knockout power. But with volume and thing, if he's thing enough, lays hands on you enough, he's he's, um, he's got very good jiu-jitsu as well. Oh, if he brilliant. can, if brilliant. he can initiate the takedown on, yeah, on if he can, if he can get in there, if he can get him, get him down, great. So I think he can sub a man as well. I think as much as I obviously Blahovic is the favourite, I don't think it's outrageous to turn around and say that Glover could win. Oh, no. Glover's old. Glover's old. He's only what three years older than Blahovic, though. It's <clears throat> so I don't play that, and. I was reading an article about him as well, where they said, "Yes, he's forty-one, but there was a part, there was a, a period of time where he pretty much gave up his career from when he went back to Brazil to try and get his visa to come to things. So he's not been through a shitload of fights for someone who's forty-one years old compared to some of the other guys. So well, he's had this, one. This, he's had this, one more fight. Sorry." Is it yeah. one more or maybe two more fights than um, um, Blahovic? Yeah, so I he's think he's... had 38 he's... fights and things had 36. So is there two more fights? So, yeah, I think on the feet, he could take him. Obviously, I think if it goes to wrestling, it has to be somewhere where he's prepping up, up a bit and then takedowns will come from the third round onwards because I think while they're fresh, it might be a bit tougher. Hmm. But if, uh, if he gets him a volume of punches and just stings him and then can get a takedown on him, and get him down somewhere, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I'm with you, bro. I, I'd, I'd love to see him on the title. Hmm. So, but then at the same time, I kind of feel I'd feel bad for for Blowers to lose because it took him so long to get to to be the champion, and he's been through some fights and this that and the other, and to see him. It is first, like you said, proper defensive light heavyweight. If you lost it, it'll be Pete. Name of the game, but, man. 
It's the name of the game. Someone's got to lose, bro. It could be a draw. Well, fuck me. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, no, I, I'd love to see Glover win it. And that's the, those are the ways I see he, he could do it. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, can he just get a straight takedown on, on, on Blahovic? Maybe not. Um, if he definitely could tag Blahovic. Um, mm. Blahovic has been tagged before. He is the shorter guy. He, as I said, a lot of guys' technique is, is, is the bigger guys to keep their chin slightly up in the air, and you don't want to do that against yeah. Glover because he will throw them them overhands. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's a dangerous fight. And look, he's gonna kind of look at it. He's got nothing to lose. He never yeah, thought yeah. he'd be back here. He is back here. He could be the oldest champion to win their first title. Um, so it, it is an interesting fact because I think not not criticizing Blahovic, but Blahovic is one of them guys who kind of can kind of lose to anyone. Um, so yeah, yeah you can kind of lose to anyone. Um, what prediction now on this final fight? What, what are you <laughs> going with? I'm gonna. I'm going to say Glover. And I'm going to say round four TKO. No, like round five TKO. I don't think I've picked one to go decision. Have I? No, I don't think you have. <laughs> You've got an exciting card. It's a good card, don't get me wrong. Um mm. Um, I don't want to go with. Should I go with my heart? That's what I did. I'm, I'm gonna go with my heart. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Glover. Let's let's just say Glover and get a fairy tale story. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna say Glover. I don't think it's gonna go points. No. Nah. I I think. I think he could get a third round TK. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going third round TKO for, for Glover. Third, you know. Okay. Yeah, third. Third. I, I, I think he could have some sticky moments in the first, but I think mm. he can rally back and then I, I think he can stop him in the third. Um, let's quickly just look through the prelims. Um, what good fights we got on here. We got Tagir, who's also fights out of Eagle MMA with Habib and that. Um, mm. He's a flyweight. He's ranked 15th. He's fighting Alan. Say his last name. Let me see this. That's Nascimento. Yeah, he's, he's fighting him in, in the flyweight division. So maybe you want to look out for that. That'll be the first fight on the night. Um, Tagir is one of them typical Danny, Dagestani fighters. Um, he he looked good last time I saw him. He, he looked like he tired a bit, but he he looked good. Um, mm. Who else is on the prelims? We got McCarney's oh, on there. We got a European clash here. Um, I got Alexa Chuk, Makwa Amekani. Yeah, 
versus Leroy Murphy. Leroy Murphy. Murphy. He fought um, who else? Another guy's fighting on the card is um, Zabara. He, he fought him. Um, oh, to a draw. Yeah, he's coming out of England. I thought he kind of won that, to be honest. I think he kind of got shocked. Um, <laughs> but Amir Khan, we know, he's been around for years, started exciting in the UFC, and he's kind of held some defeats since. Um, yeah. The light heavyweight, how do you pronounce his name? Mikhail? Alexichuk. Yeah, man. He, he's, 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 he'll throw hands. He's a banger. Um, yeah. I mean, he's well, been around for a hot minute as well, though. Yeah, he has. <clears throat> I said yeah. um, Zabara Zabara is on the card um, Zabara is the guy that jumped in the cage and punched Conor McGregor well tried to punch Conor McGregor Conor McGregor kind of caught him before he could catch him he's fighting Ricardo, Ricardo Ramos, Ramos in the featherweight division and the head prelims fight which should be a good fight interesting fight Amanda Hebas who came with a lot of she, she hit the ground running, let's say, when she joined the UFC. Um, got a real bubbly personality. She's fighting um, Vernon. You know, Janderoba. Janderoba, yeah, Janderoba, um, whose eyes, you don't know where she's looking. Don't take the piss <laughs> out of her. But um, in our last fight, I think she lost to Mackenzie Dern, if I'm right. No, no, I think, no, her last fight, you have a fight she sister? beat. She she beat um Kanako Murata on the zombie the zombie versus Ige card. Was it a sub? Uh, TKO arm injury. Okay, I don't remember that and one. And then um, she fought uh, before that. She lost to Mackenzie Dern. Yeah, uh, unanimous decision. Amanda Hebas come off of Hebas. We know how good Marina Rodriguez is and standing up, but Hebas yeah. the show kind of skills in all kind of departments. I didn't expect it to be as easy as it was. For Marina Rodriguez, Marina Rodriguez blitzed her, kind of stopped her twice almost in one fight. Herb Dean kind of didn't get involved, kind of went to stop it and then didn't stop it and told him to carry on. And he best yeah. didn't know where the hell she was. And yeah, it was a bit of a mad one. So, that between two Brazilians, that should be a good fight to open, um, to end the prelims. Um, mm. But that's it. That's UFC 267 preview. We'll be Back to recap it next week and preview two six eight in the same in the same episode. Two six eight is headlined by three of Trevor Whitman's fighters, um, Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler in the lightweight division. Rose Namajunas rematch against Zhang Wei Li in the straw for the strawweight title. And in the main event is the rematch we've been kind of waiting for. We kind of expected this, oh, yeah. I guess. Um, Kamara Usman, who's been cleaning out the worldweight division, he'll take on Colby Covington in a rematch. The first fight was brilliant. Stand-up fight between two wrestlers, um, predominant wrestlers. With, um, with an abundance of amazing boxing. Yeah, K- Kamara ended that in the fifth round with a stoppage. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll go through that card Broke, and that card. Broke looks good. Draw. Yep. Well, not according to Colby. He's still well, according to the X-ray like... still. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, safe down for that. Um, safe. 
we'll be back and do that one um, next week as I said recap it enjoy UFC 267 I know I will and peace